The following is a hoop ball presentation. My name is Lawrence Brooks, and you're listening to the Hoop Ball Dallas Mavericks podcast. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers, Brady or Mahomes? And I tell them what I tell you. Where are you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give you the best lines for games on Tuesday night, Friday night, March Madness, and all in between. And you know me. You know that I don't give out my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head over to my book if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Again, my name is Lawrence Brooks. Welcome to the Hoopball Mavericks podcast, and we are back. The games are back on. We're back from the we're back from the All Star Game break, holiday hiatus. However, you want to look at it, because actually the All Star Game is kind of like a holiday for us, even though it was a little different this year. With um, COVID being the case and not having a crowd. But hey, nonetheless, it was a fun game to watch. But as it pertains to the Dallas Mavericks, we're happy to get them back on the court. One of the hotter teams in the league. Winner out of, of 10 out of their last 13 games. And honestly, there's some things that I want to see from the Mavericks as they get back into the second half of the season. I'll start here. One... I would love to see them shoot the three ball better. I don't know how much better they can get. At this point, they're shooting at 35% as a team, which ranks 25th in the league. I really would like to see them shoot the ball better from the three-point line because I think that will help open up so much more of their offense. Although they have been on a streak where they have been one, their offensive rating has been like 119, which has put them actually at third in the league while they've been on a win streak of four out of their last five games. So I don't want to sound nitpicky, but I want to see them up that just a little bit and stay on track and stay on par with what they've been doing. But one of the things to offset that is they've been really well getting to, they've been doing a really good job getting to the basket and getting to the line, but they need to convert there as well. They're, I mean, they're seventh in the league in attempts. They're eighth in the league um, with free throws overall at 610 and they're at like 17.9 per game as a team. So they're not doing a bad job. But overall, I think my more, more so my bigger point is I want to see the shooting better from the perimeter from everyone involved. I just think that they can be a much better team, at least overall, as we get further and down into the, into the crux of the season, as we get into the second half. I think that would really benefit them really well. It would spread the floor out even more. And if more people are making shots, it's going to make it much easier for them to get inside opportunities with Luka driving to the basket and with Porzingis being closer to the basket when he's not picking and popping or shooting trail threes. 
Um, tomorrow night, they play the San Antonio Spurs. Last time they played the Spurs, they won. But the one thing about it is they were actually missing most of their team due to COVID. This time, they will have everyone back. And crazy enough, the Spurs are coming off a situation where they were dealing with COVID as well. So I'm sure they will be happy to have all hands on deck. They should have everyone here, everyone ready to play in this game. So both teams should have a fully loaded roster. And we should have a really good game. And I think that this will be a good barometer game because for the Mavericks, they're only one game back of the Spurs. With the Spurs being in seventh place, Dallas didn't even have to play a game and they ended up in eighth with the Golden State loss, which bumped them up a little bit. But with the games coming every other day against opponents that are probably right in front of them, it's a good time to continue to make up ground because The last three weeks, they've been playing some of their best basketball because, again, like I said, they've won 10 out of their last 13 games, and they've climbed up to 18 and 16 on the season. And so with that being said, I think that a game like this with the Spurs being in seventh place, it's just another opportunity to them to gain more ground because with COVID, they lost so many games early that a lot of these games are turning into must-win opportunities. And right before the break, they won a really ugly game. It was 87 to 78. They pl- they played Oklahoma City and it was just a a knockdown drag out ugly fight. And you had Luka who sat out with a sore back, but I'm sure they just wanted to get him an extra day of rest. But Porzingis had a fairly decent game with 19 points and 13 rebounds. And so with that being a tough stretch, those guys closing out the the first half of the season really strong and getting a win now you come into the second half of the season with some positive momentum and it'd be really good to see them get off to a good start and Luka Doncic is the person to get them to where they want to go I mean even in the last game when they played the the Spurs he was the person who actually got them over the hump he had 36 points I want to say nine rebounds and I want to say six assists if I'm not mistaken but nonetheless He was the person that actually won them the game, which he's done many a times. I mean, he's their star player, and he's the person who's going to get them over the hump nine times out of ten. And he was the person that helped them beat the Spurs the last time that they played. But this game will be a lot different with those guys, or excuse me, 36 points, nine rebounds, 11 assists. I had to get that right because I know it was bugging me. I knew he had a high assist number, just couldn't remember how many, but they were missing several key starters due to COVID protocols, but now everyone is here and they're ready to play. Speaking of Luka, one thing that has actually helped the Mavericks that maybe hasn't been talked about throughout the win streak is how efficient he's been. He's been a very efficient player throughout these games. He shot the ball a lot better. He was shooting the ball atrocious to start the season. I mean atrocious. But He's actually shooting 47% on threes right now, which is a which is a career high for him first of all, but I don't know how I don't know how realistic it is for him to sustain that level of shooting from three, but if he does, they're going to be extremely tough to beat. I mean, I don't know I don't know who's going to beat them if he's shooting the ball that well from the three-point line. They won't need everyone to shoot that well, but if he if he's their main guy and he's shooting like that, 
that's going to benefit well. But he has to get better from the free throw line. Um, since his three-pointers, his three-ball has went up, his free throws have dropped. And he wasn't shooting the ball well from the free throw line during this win streak. And it's kind of weird because he's had these hot and cold streaks where he's shooting the shooting free throws really well, and then he's not shooting free throws really well. But if he can continue to shoot the ball well from the field and from three, I'm sure he'll get it back from the free throw line because at one point he was shooting close to 80%. And so he needs to get back closer to that because he's a guy who shoots the ball way too well to not shoot the ball at least 80% from the free throw line. Um, Another thing I would like to see from them is I would like to see Josh Richardson's role continue to grow. I've talked about him throughout the year. I thought he would be one of their primary defenders. It's still been Dorian Finney-Smith, who they've they've used on bigger guards and more talented scores. And I know that, you know, throughout the last few weeks, Josh Richardson has really dug in into finding a groove after coming back from COVID and getting and getting his footing back with the team and into the floor of the offense. But I would really love to see his role continue to expand offensively and defensively. I think they brought him in as a defender with a guy who had offensive capabilities. And if they're going to utilize his offensive capabilities, they have to give him the ball more. But with Jalen Brunson coming on, it's kind of taken some of the onus off of off of Josh Richardson to be a secondary playmaking type of guy. But at the very least, they have to start using him for what we all thought they brought him in for, which is to be a defender. So start putting him on some of these bigger guards that are capable of going off on certain nights because it seems like they're still not. I don't know if it's because they were still waiting on him to get fully acclimated or if they don't really see him as that guy. But they don't have a bunch of wing defenders that are playing a lot of minutes right now. So as him being one of those guys, they should give him more responsibility. I think he... I think he can take it, and I think they should try to at least see what they can get out of it because he could be someone to help them as they're moving forward throughout the the second half of the season. Um, I think that he's another guy who, again, offensively, I think he can take a little more of the scoring load. He hasn't shot the three ball as well as I thought that he would. Um, I thought he was a guy who played – when he played in Philly – I felt as if he was in a bad fit, and so they had bad floor spacing, which gave him not many opportunities to shoot shoot the ball with comfortable looks. And so because of that, he was kind of one of the only guys that could actually shoot the ball, but when you, when you don't have to leave anyone out there, it kind of makes it harder to find shots. And so for me... I think that he's a guy who can actually come along a little bit more. He's averaging about 12.8 points per game right now, but I think we can get that up to 15 or 16 if he can hit a few more of his open jump shots. But he has to knock them down, and I think he's a capable guy. He just needs to actually do it. Um, Right now he's shooting about 28% from three, which is not good at all for a guy who supposedly was able to come in and be able to reliably knock down three-point shots. They'll need more from him. But like I said, with Jalen Brunson playing as well as he's been playing, they haven't needed as much from Josh Richardson. But again, he just not just coming back, but it feels as if he just got back, even though he's been back for three weeks or so at this point. I think they will need him more coming into the second half of the season. 
along with Jalen Brunson continuing to play as well as he has because he's shooting 53% from the field, but 40% from three, which I think is very doable for him to continue. Very doable. Um, and he's been a mainstay in, in terms of their offensive production. He's been a guy who's brought it every night. And so they're going to continue to need that. Um, Dwight Powell is another guy I'm looking for to take another step forward and get back to his old self in terms of being able to be a rim runner, a guy, he hasn't always been the greatest defender, but he's an effort guy and he's, he's given effort throughout the year, but hopefully as he gets healthier, his impact will get stronger. And so I'm looking for that to be the case. Um, he won't be a guy who's going to score a ton of points, but his rebounding, his tenacity, his disruptions on the defensive end is where he makes his his mark. And I think that if he is getting healthier, that's going to be a huge benefit for the Mavericks going into the second half of the year. And this will be a great game to test that out because the 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 Spurs have a ton of wing guys that can be interchangeable. But Dwight's Dwight Powell's size and athleticism can be helpful if he if he's getting healthier right now it, it looks like he's still working his way back from what we've seen so far but if he looks to be a little bit better this second half of the season that's just going to bode well for the Mavericks so it's going to be I'm really interested to see how he continues to get better and continues to get healthier and continues to contribute as we move forward but the San Antonio game is big because again they're one game in front of these guys and they're going to need to win as many of the as many of the games as they have where they're behind someone that's actually in the playoff hunt or someone that is above them in the standings. Those are the those are definitely the must wins. Obviously, you have to win the ones where people aren't as doesn't have a better record than you, because right now you don't have a lot of error for losses. But at the same time, take care of those wins. And then when you have games where you're playing against guys where you're chasing them in the standings, you for sure need to win those games. And so those are the things I'm looking for. I want to see Dwight Powell look to get a little healthier. Josh Richardson start to have a little more um, defensive defensive responsibility and hopefully offensive responsibility. Luka continue to shoot the ball at, a, at, the, at the clip that he is. And hopefully he gets better from the free throw line. But also, also one last thing, just as a team shoot better from three. Just a little, not necessarily has to be better, but again, if you can bump up Josh Richardson from 28% to maybe 32% on the year, or you get a guy such as, um, you get not necessarily Kristaps Porzingis because he's shooting 34%, Dorian Finney-Smith is shooting around 34%, Tim Hardaway is at 38 but if you can get Trey, I mean, not Trey Burke, but any of the other guys that's coming off the bench, I mean, they're, 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 the rotation has been tight as it is, but at the same time, if jo- if James Johnson can come in, and they're not looking for him to shoot the ball that much, but 25% from three, he's much better than 25%. He can get it up a little bit. So I think a couple of these guys, if they can just shoot better from the three-point line, that'll help the overall team three-point percentage which will also continue to help them produce offensively. So those are the things that I'm looking for in this game, which is a huge game for both teams because they're both chasing um, a playoff berth. And notably with San Antonio being one game ahead of the, the Mavericks. And last time they played them, they won the game, but it'll be much different this game with everyone back. And hopefully um, the Mavericks can get a win 
based on the fact that they're they'll be ready and they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now not many teams are playing better than what the Mavericks have been playing so hopefully the break didn't disrupt that mojo that they have so let's see how they do we have a game tomorrow night again that's 5 30 against San Antonio and I just wanted to preview that game and how I feel about the team moving forward so hopefully you all enjoyed the listen again go download it on all platforms all streams continue to listen i'll continue to try to live tweet when i can again you can find me on twitter at hootball mavs that's h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l-m-a-v-s and at lb said it that's at l-b-s-a-i-d-i-t let's go happy second half of the season glad we got the team back talk to you guys soon go mavs This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.